Fucking red zone all day, baby. The afternoon Seven game hours. just ended. Commercial free football. And as we watch my Broncos take on the Chiefs, we're gonna record. It'll probably be fun for you. Yeah, it's not gonna be. It's not gonna be. But it'll be something. It'll be something. My fantasy football team's in the playoffs. I Kevin's avoided, not the Sacco. I avoided Sacco. Russ is the Sacco this year. Looking like not set in stone. Are you sure? Pretty much almost. Even well, if Tony loses, I'm pretty sure Russ is still Yeah, but he hasn't though. lost yet. I mean, that's true, but, but yeah. Russ is projected 81 and Dan already has 114. Yeah, it's so. not looking good. And which means Dan, last playoff spot. Last playoff spot for Dan, and that also means that Russ went from first to worst. Yep. Went champion to Sacco. Which is a bummer. And right now we got me and Harrison... In the playoffs, which means there's a 50% chance that the belt is coming back to Arizona, baby. baby. Let's took it to Colorado, but it's coming back to Arizona, baby. It's coming to me. Yeah, I pretty much have to root for you at this point. Yeah. Because I just want to be around it. It's good being around the belt. But, uh, yeah, we've just been watching football all day. Um, Kevin and I have been talking about it. We still will have episodes coming out, but... We're gonna go heavy on the smoke. We're gonna go heavy on the smoke sessions. Just get some shit out there that we want to talk about. We're busy in work. Plus, we're busy. I'm busy in fucking music constantly. Kevin's busy in comedy. Yeah. So. So 
The writing is uh, tough to We're going to try to get some more writing out there. We'd like to release a Christmas episode, but at this point, they're going to be majority smoke seshes. But that also means you get a little bit more straightforward version of the boys. Yeah. Because... Doing what we do, baby. That was one of the things about like our episodes is we were confined to whatever subject we were talking about. Should we go off on tangents? But ultimately, it still had to end up back under the banner of whatever we decided for that segment. Yeah. So you will get a little more freeform, boys. A few less commercials, but I will be releasing, or we will be releasing some uh, commercial uh, clips and shit soon. Yeah, so stay tuned. What, what, the, what better do you have to do? Yeah, literally. You guys aren't fucking doing anything. But, uh... I like talking shit to the audience. That's always good. It's always good. It keeps always, around. Yeah, it's always good for building a fan base, you fucking idiots. We recorded, I think, two smoke sessions on Kevin's old computer. Yeah. Oof. It is questionable whether we're actually going to be able to get those out. It is a chore. Because it is becoming more difficult than we expected. It is a chore to get those uh, fucking things out of there. So, for this episode, we're recording on my Mac, which we've recorded all our other episodes on, so at least we know how to edit and get it out quick. But, uh... We wanted to move to Kevin's computer because it's like my computer's really starting to fill up, you know, three hour episodes. Hour I mean, smoke sessions. We have over a hundred commercials alone. Yeah. Which that's the smallest part of all of the things. So we've got a lot of material on my computer. So it's like we'll try Kevin's old fucking computer. Did not work. Did not work. What's wrong with your new computer? Nothing. Okay. I got I got Audacity downloaded on there so we can start using that. Okay. Now, but um yeah, so my old computer just would have been perfect if it wasn't yeah. if it didn't crash every time you try to do anything. Yeah. I know it it would have been great to just have a computer where we focus just good time and bud stuff on yeah. there. Dude, but, we could probably get a fucking cheap ass one, I bet. But yeah. If you guys want to help us get some better equipment, better sound, all that, send us some money on our Venmo. We don't have a joint Venmo. Just send it to me yeah. at Austin B. Sweeney. That's S-W-E-E-N-E-Y. Send that money. And any money you send, put in the subject line. Send about good time at Buds. Boom. And it's going directly towards a digital interface that allows us to plug in actual microphones and get a better sound. Because that is what we would like to do. But we don't currently have the funds. Right. Uh, fucking Stamps.com hasn't come knocking to let us start doing their ads. Yeah, which I don't understand because I feel like we definitely reached the demographic for stamps.com. For people that are going to be sending letters with stamps. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Nevertheless. Come on, stamps. What are we, you doing? We are back. And uh, we are now back. We have an episode where we did Russ's exit interview. But as we speak to you live, Russ has moved out of Area 51. The desert, baby. Here in Arizona. Uh, he moved out. Three weeks ago, I think, Probably. at this point. Three yeah. weeks ago. Uh, he moved in with his girlfriend in Colorado, and uh, we wish him the best, but God damn it, do we not only miss him, uh, now we don't have, you know, that wild card for the podcast. Yeah, it's just, like, empty around here. It's weird how, and, like, we can't leave Russ's door open to his room because it it's all tile around here because it's in Arizona, and it echoes like a motherfucker. Like, if you go in there and take a shit, it's like if it's a loud loud. one... Everybody in the living room is going to know. It's like the Grinch. It is. You're an idiot. Yeah, literally. Just the echo is insane. Yeah. So that's a new development that we have as Russ has moved out. Um, Again, we have an episode coming out about that where he did a little what we call an exit interview. Yeah. 
Uh, but we still got to figure out how to do it on Kevin's computer before we can actually release it. So that's forthcoming, but it's not there yet. So, uh, but it's weird. It's weird not having Russ here. Yeah. The three of us moved down here, um, you know, last August, August 15th, 2019, or August 17th, 2019. Hey. And uh, Kevin and I are here, but uh, Russ, unfortunately, is not anymore. Do you remember how excited we were at the cabin about 2020? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it hit 2020. We're like, we fucking made it out of this decade. We yeah. fucking did it, baby. 2020, baby. And that immediately, well, in three months, went to shit. Went to just, yeah, pretty much just went to shit. Which is exciting. Which is exciting. A lot of places are closing down these days in Oregon. Currently, Arizona is sticking strong with not closing anything back down. Yeah, all the I mean, gyms are open. Yeah. I mean, I've played gigs this weekend. All those have been open. I got to play on the big stage. Which they weren't doing during other pro- COVID protocols. So, at the current time, Arizona's looking okay yeah. with not shutting down. And the biggest spikes have been in the last like week. And so, if they haven't done it at this point, I'm hoping they just stick with it. Yeah. Because honestly, closing those things down, I don't. I honestly do not think things will make it better yeah, this, or worse. This time of year, pretty much everything in Arizona is open air. Like, yeah, they just have garage doors open and like just everything's open. Well, we hit the best time of year in Arizona. Sure, it's thirty-seven to forty degrees in the morning, but the days are perfect. But the days are beautiful. Kevin and I could just stand on the roof all day. We just got off the roof. Yeah, we just have a nice time on the roof, and. uh it's not a hindrance. I'm looking forward to golf. We were supposed to golf today, but it's been a long, wild weekend. Damn. Um, so, that's where we're at right now. We're just chilling. Kicking, just doing what we do. Just living large. We, uh... Oh. The Beavers beat the Ducks. Beavers beat the Ducks. Let's go Beavers. Since we last talked about Francisco Beavers. That was one of the craziest games I've ever watched. One of the greatest days of my life. The rest were trash. The rest were trash. And the Beavers still pulled it out. Jebbia got hurt. Jamar didn't get to play this week because of fucking COVID protocols. Yeah. Uh, And we lost, but we lost with considerably lesser players. But still, nearly almost won if our we defense, had a slightly better quarterback. Our defense was fucking unbelievable. Our defense unreal. stopped every third de- third and short. Yeah. We had three stops in the red zone. And then on a number of fourth and ones, or third and ones, uh, just throughout the field, we made those stops as well. Yeah. It was crazy. Our defense fucking strong. Our defense up. looks strong. We'll give up eight yards on the first down. They got an interception return inside the 10, and we held them to a field goal. Yeah. Like, our defense was strong. Yeah. The Bees made some crucial mistakes. Uh, it could have turned out better. Nevertheless, the Beavers are looking stronger than, uh, especially the defense is looking stronger than I expected. Yeah. And if this year just doesn't count for college players and a lot of guys want to come back, I think we're poised for good things next year. Plus, because of the Oregon win... There's now a buzz that has been growing about There's Oregon State above yeah. what has been normal, especially because we've had two games in a row on ESPN. Yeah, and they just saw us beat the Ducks with the running back. They got 200 yards. Then they saw us play yeah. without him and without our quarterback and still be competitive. Our 2022 recruiting class is going to be strong. Yeah. We're going to fucking, yeah. So that's where we're at right now. We're, we're going up. We're trending up. We're trending up. Sure. The Ducks are trending down. They just had their second yeah, loss in a row. They lost to Cal, who the Beavs beat. Yeah, boom. 
It's exciting times to be a Beaver fan. Yes, it is. There have been some unfortunate Pac-12 ref moves. Yeah. The ref some weird calls from our awful. offensive coordinator and Jonathan Smith a little bit. But I, but I, but I, I couldn't state this more. I trust Jonathan Smith. Yeah. Like, I trust him above all else. Yeah. Mike Riley was a risk taker, too. Yeah. Like, I, I do respect that about him, is he would take risky plays, and they would often work out. Yeah. We knew how to show up for bowl games. The Ducks do not. And now they're on a downward trend, and it's beautiful to watch. Yeah. We got him right where we want him. Oh, if we were to beat Utah, we'd have been second in the north. Yeah. We would have been tied with the Ducks at 3-2. and two. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, we had a little bit of te- technical difficulties. Uh, again, we're going to work on getting a better sort of sound thing going on soon, but currently we don't, do not have the funds, but it's coming. And again, you can donate at Austin B. Sweeney. Uh, anyways, yeah, the no, point is the bees we... are trending up, the Ducks are trending down, and never did I see a sloppier game than watching the Ducks play Cal. Dude, they got, they got so, many, so many penalties that were costly at costly moments. They just look sloppy. Yeah. Mario Cristobal's a fucking trash fucking coach. <laughs> he needs to be fired. He, he doesn't needs know, to be on the hot seat. He's not a leader of men. No. You know who's the leader of men? Jonathan, Jonathan Smith. Smith. Jonathan Smith and Bill Belichick. They're the only two that I can think of. Probably, probably Nick Saban. No, I know. But he's, Nick lesser, Saban. But he's lesser than Jonathan Smith, obviously. Yeah. Jonathan Smith took a team that was one and eleven, two and ten, yeah, turned into a five and seven, and then we beat the Ducks. And, and if we had had a full season where we could have warmed up, not to mention we could have beat Washington. Not to mention not having to deal with COVID protocols. If it was a yeah. regular year, yeah. Jamar would not have been out because he had to go out specifically because of COVID protocols. He would have played. Got screwed by the refs against Washington. Got screwed by the refs against Washington. Also got screwed by the refs against the Ducks, which forced Tristan Jebbia to try to run it in on a third down, where he fucking got his leg pulled. Hurt his hamstring. And fucking hurt his hamstring, might be out for the year. So, it's been rough, but the Beavs are trending solid. The Ducks are trending poorly. It's great to see. You want to see that. You love to see it. You love to see it. The Pac-12 was probably not going to make the playoff again, which was expected, honestly. Yeah, I mean... I don't... The strongest is USC, and they're not that strong. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what the like the Pac-12. It sucks, but I think we're gonna be just eventually viewed as the worst conference. But I don't, I don't know if that's actually true. I mean, so you got the ACC. Yeah, and they the got SEC, Clemson. Yeah. Well, you got the SEC, which is clearly the best. Clearly the best. Then you got the ACC, which has Clemson pretty much and no one else. Florida State. At a time. Yeah. Then you got the Big Ten that has Ohio State, Michigan, Minnesota. Big Michigan Ten is State. making that play for that number two spot, which we held yeah. for a while. Yeah. And then you got the Big 12, which really just has like Oklahoma. Yeah. And then everyone, like Texas. They've done nothing since Baker Mayfield, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, and then like, I don't know. They're, they're pretty weak, too. But the Pac-12 is just viewed as weak because... All we ever have is Oregon, and they always get fucking beat by whoever they play. Well, because they're not a physical team. They're quick. Then, they had a good defense like the last two and years. And then we play a nine-game... a quick team, not a physical team. We play a nine-game Pac-12 schedule, so we just beat each other up. 
Yeah. Like, it's hard to win that many Pac-12 games. There's a lot of trading around wins and losses between yeah. all the teams. Yeah. Like, it's you have to show up every week. Yeah. And Because we, we usually play three early, like, warm-up games, and then it's all conference games. Yeah. That's fucking hard. And then, like, Stanford and USC have to play Notre Dame. Yeah. Pretty much every year. Like... But that's where I see the beefs trending up, and not that his opinion really matters, but it was cool to see. Oh, no, I wasn't Scott Van Pelt. Although he did talk shit about the refs. It was just John Cassano, but he did say that, like, he tweeted, the Beavers don't quit. They just don't quit. And that is the one thing that we have going for us that I don't see in the other teams. It's like, we literally, we were down 30-10 to in the fourth quarter. Yeah. And we had a chance to win. And we had a chance, and we got it back to 24 to 30. And if we had a quarterback who was able to see, first of all, yeah, squint, squints. Hashtag squints Nolan. Let's get that going around. Yeah, fucking A, dude. That was exhausting. Every time they showed him, he was just like, he was constantly squinting the towards the sidelines. The point is, our defense held. We got the potential to actually be a competitive team. We are a competitive we team. We are a competitive we team. We have the chance to start winning those games. And. Those are games where if we have a healthy quarterback and Jamar Jefferson, those are W's. Or even B.J. Baylor. Or even B.J. Baylor. He got fucked up too. Champ didn't get a play. Really, he played like the first quarter. The thing about Champ is he's basically the smallest guy in the FBS, but nobody wants to get the ball and make something happen more more than him. him. Yeah. Avery Roberts got a FBS record of 21 tackles in a game. Yeah. He was a fucking monster, dude. And it's great because so they focus a little more on him, then that opens up Hamilcar a little more. Yeah. Like And again, if this year doesn't count and most of those guys want to come back, because it's just been a weird year. Well, a couple of them have to. Hamilcar doesn't. Yeah, a couple have of them to. have to. He might not. He might not. I wouldn't blame him if he didn't. But also he hasn't had that good of a year, so he might want to come back and have to you know, and prove it himself prove, again. Yeah. Especially with Avery Roberts stepping up and plus fucking spades. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's Spade's first name? Omar. Omar Spades. Yeah, dude, they're fucking... I don't know. Our defense is legit. Our corners are a little sketchy. Our corners are sketchy, but man, did we hold a lot of third and ones. Yeah. Against Utah. And we held a up... A physical it, running on team. On the goal like, line, we held up a lot. Yeah. And they had a lot of to-goal plays, but they ended up selling for field goals. Yeah. So we got that going for us, which is nice. Which is nice. We haven't been able to rely on our defense in a long time. No. But that game we could. I'll remind those of you who have forgotten, the Beavs were the number one defense in all of college football for a year. Well, I mean, at least most of those football months. Yeah. Towards the end of the year in like 2008 or something. I think it was maybe more like 2004. Yeah, that was a... 2005, 2006. That was a great time to be a Beaver fan. Great time to be a Beaver fan. Early 2000s. Peak Beavs. Peak Beavs. And here's the thing. And everybody saw it last year. It's like, we had an offense that could march on almost anybody. Yeah. Granted, we had Jake Luton. But we still had... We still had... And Isaiah Hodgins. We did have an offense that could march on anybody, but our defense was so abysmal. Yeah. But now, if the defense can catch up a little bit, all of a sudden, we're looking pretty dangerous in there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, dude. And we don't like against the Ducks. We didn't have to rely on trick plays. We just lined it up. We played and ran solid it down. physical we just football. Lined it up and ran it down their throat. Yeah, and there was nothing they could. And do. then made stops against a team that's supposed to be offense heavy. Yeah, it was a satisfying like beatdown, like a satisfying victory, well earned victory. I mean, I lost most of my voice that night just yelling at the TV. Yeah. 
And on Thanksgiving weekend, what a thing to be thankful for. Literally, yeah. Like, especially in 2020, you just need, like, you need some positivity in your life. Yeah. And then, like, the good team wins. Yeah. Nothing better. I mean, the good guys won. Yeah. That's what it came down to, is good people won that game. Yeah. The bad people lost, just like it should be. Ah, oh, satisfying. And then just to know that, like, it's not, it's probably not, it's gonna, we're trending towards making that a competitive, like, rivalry. Again. Yeah, again, finally. It, like, they 20, went back and forth on defending who at home. 2016 felt fluky, yeah, almost. Because they were, ju- they were really bad that year. Ryan Nall had a crazy game. Yeah. It wasn't like the whole team came together. Ryan Nall had a crazy game. Yeah. This game, fucking. This game, the whole team just, came together in cohesion. Yeah, and, and we outplayed them. Happened. Yeah, yeah, we outplayed them. Without a doubt. Everybody knows it. Mario Cristobal can fucking sit on a dildo. <laughs> and it's just like, that's a momentum, that's a momentum swinging win. Yeah. And again, recruits are, recruits notice that. Oh yeah. Legit. They go, I would much rather play for a team with heart and actual community mm-hmm. like the Beavers than play for some plug and play dipshit group of folks at the Ducks. Yeah. Because literally you're there to be a valuable person. But the second that you're not, or just, you know, not the spotlight, you're gone. Yeah, you're, yeah. A lot of them don't go to the pros the way the Beavers, like the Beavers, we will have a specific number of guys, but a specific number of guys consistently do go to the NFL. Yeah. And usually have long careers for the most part. Pretty long, successful careers. Jordan Poyer's still going strong at the Bills. Jake Luton's, I mean, granted he's brand new, but he started for the Jags a couple games. Pretty well. Played pretty well. Yeah. First pass, 75-yard touchdown or Exactly. Uh, I mean, like, but we do produce a lot of NFL quarterbacks. They're always backups. But yeah. a fucking long career as a backup NFL quarterback is not that bad of a gig. Matt Moore won a number of games that made the Chiefs become Super Bowl champions. Yeah. Without Matt Moore, he was a factor, yeah. without a doubt. They called him specifically out of fucking retirement. Exactly. He's like, yeah, I'll come fucking. Just like McGruber. When you guys, yeah. Just like He's McGruber. the McGruber of the NFL. Yeah, Matt Moore. Matt For McGruber. sure, Matt McGruber. Matt Moore Gruber. Um, I could go for some more Gruber, you know. Oh, I could. Better than less Gruber, I'll tell you that much. Gruber. Give me, yeah, give me more Gruber. <laughs> so that's where it's going Beaver-wise. Uh, and Bas- then... Basketball team looks solid. Basketball team looks solid. Uh, women's basketball. Always solid. Always solid. We've got... <coughs> we got some sweet new golf paintings. We got some sweet new golf paintings. So... Kevin bought so six dollars a piece. Six bucks at Goodwill. They're all sweet fucking Augusta. Yeah, they're all fucking paintings. Paintings of Augusta. Holds we'll it we'll put them up on our Instagram. We we don't post that enough anyway, so yeah. we'll, we'll throw some up there. It's wild. Six bucks. But they look good. Like can't beat it. You can't beat can't it. Can't beat it. And then beyond that, uh, I've been playing a few places. I played. Two nights uh, this week at uh, Whiskey Row, one in Scottsdale, one in Gilbert. Next weekend, I'm doing a two-nighter at Old County Inn up in Pine, Arizona. Kevin, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you tell about this. I gotta take a piss. But you fucking had a killer set of roosters. Oh yeah, dude! Roosters open mic. Fucking Tall Paul's talking shit. Wanted me to go on stage, so I fucking we all went down there. Fucking Laura, everybody was there. Harrison, Shawnee, Dylan. Fucking Tom Paul was talking shit the whole time, like just like giving me basic like, oh, what's the deal with airplane food shit? But then 
So I signed up to go fourth. Nobody signed up to go third. So he went up there to go third. And he fucking, before he, like, played his songs, he basically just, like, did some hacky, like, telling, like, just classic campfire jokes. And fucking honestly warmed the crowd up pretty good. So I, I knew they were, like, ready to laugh and shit. So I got up there and I fucking hit him with the small paw line and then pretty much just settled into my groove and just fucking had a blast for like, I don't know, 10 minutes or so. Fucking did my set and got off. But it was fucking fun. It was the first time I'd been on stage in like, I don't know, pretty much since COVID started, like six months. So it fucking, it was fun. Not to I mention, got way oh. drunker than I thought I was gonna afterwards. Yeah. Afterwards, though. It happened. Yeah. But, uh, you, uh, I mean, I don't really do that many open mics anymore, but, like, if I do them, you definitely might as well come because yeah. anytime we go, we guys let somebody come and do comedy, they never said no. They never said no. They're always like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're always like, oh, yeah, how long do you want? It's like seven, ten minutes. Yeah. And it, yeah, it pretty much always goes well, too, because, Open mic music gets, like, a pretty good crowd, yeah. usually, and they're just there to have a good time, like, they didn't, and they don't expect to see comedy, so if you just do comedy, they're, like, they and, usually pay attention. Yeah, well, like, and open mic generally runs the gamut of no talent to talent. Yeah. Like, some of them are total winners, and some of them are crazy people off the street who have a weird song about 1964. Yeah. So... When they go comedian, they go, fuck yeah, why don't we break it up a little bit? That People will definitely be interested in that. Yeah. Like, it's a winner. Yeah, yeah, it usually goes well. Then there's like a bunch of musicians, I just make fun of them. And then... And for the most part, musicians have pretty good senses of humor about it. Yeah, they're just there to have fun, anyways. Also, they definitely can't deny that, like... Yeah, most of those... Yeah, they're like, yeah, we understand that if we play a song and we hold the mic out to the audience, they sing along, they do our job for us. We get that. And if they don't, that's how you immediately spot somebody who you don't want to hang out with. So it's a really good litmus test for like dipshits and friends. Have we told a story about the guy who uh, was like, I'm a legit musician, check out my tattoos. We, I don't think we have. Uh, Dude, that was funny. We might have, and if we have, we apologize. Yeah, but we were at... We were just hanging out with Harrison's Harrison's apartment. Apartment complex. We went out in Gilbert and got drunk, so we were just going to stay the night at Harrison's. So we went out to the pool and just started drinking White Claws. So we're all just in our fucking swim trunks, Crocs, fucking towels, barefoot, just like hanging out. And everybody goes to like this common area in like the, in the, like there's like a kitchen. They all knew each other. Yeah, they all knew each other because they all live there and apparently they like party all the time or whatever. And we're just like hanging out, so... They like all go in the in the pool. We smoke some weed with this guy, and we all get like way too. Tried to charge us for it. Yeah, he tried to which I understand it. you sh- you shared, and that's very nice of you. But no proper weed smoker charges no, anybody for taking some commun- hits. Weed like, is how a dare communal you? thing. A hundred percent. Yeah. You share if you can. Yeah, and, and so, if you can share, you definitely don't ask for money. So we like want to go in there and hang out with them and party with them, but we're too high to just like walk in there. Yeah. So we're just because the party was popping in there. Yeah. A lot of good-looking chicks. Yeah. A lot of fucking douchebags. A lot of dudes. Yeah. Nice of, guys, most. Bro, it yeah, turned but, out they were all nice. Yeah, but, but they look like brotards. Yeah. So it's like, all right, like we'll fit in with this crowd, but I don't want to go approach them. We were just about drunk enough to where we almost did, yeah. but we went, I think we got a better idea. We got a better idea. We just sat at this outdoor bar slash barbecue pit, 
Harrison stood behind the bar as the bartender, and we just ordered whatever drink we wanted. But no matter what you order, you just got, got a white, white claw. claw. So give me a sarsaparilla. Yes, yeah, so we're just ordering shit and drinking white claws, and then people start coming out and like wondering what the fuck we're doing. So we order drinks and we get a white claw. They order drinks, they get a white claw. Yeah, and we're just fucking hanging out talking to them, and then Harrison. Well, we also had the thought like if we if we start our own party, people will. We found that people tend to gravitate towards it because we're just there to have fun. Yeah. We're not there to fuck with anybody, be no. douchebags. No, we're just there to party. And then lo and behold, they did. So they're fucking talking to us. And then Harrison says something about how you play music. And this guy's like, oh, yeah, you play music? No, bro, I'm like a legit musician. Check out my tattoos. And he showed us music tattoos. And he showed tattoos. us he's got like some music notes and shit on his arm and like a guitar and shit. And we're like, fucking cool, bro. But that's not something you should ever fucking say. Just because you have the tattoo does not make you yeah. a musician. So instantly we're like, all right, this guy's a fucking douche tard. But then he goes and grabs his guitar and he's asked Austin, like, you want to do like, I'll do a song, then you do a song or whatever. And I was no, like, that's what I suggested. Yeah. He wanted to play music while I sang. Yeah, and he was like, no, no, I'll just play. He's like, you know any fucking... Uh, who did he want you to play? Um, Soundgarden or something? No, I would have known Soundgarden. Who was it? You sang the song. The Stain song? Yeah, wasn't it Stain? He didn't ask about Stain, though. He asked uh, about a similar group. But I was like, I know it's been a while. Do you know it's been a while? So yeah, I think so. So he picked it while I sang it. It went pretty well. Yeah. And, and then, then I was like, just like, this is not going to work. Can we, like, let's just go back and forth songs. Yeah. He didn't want to do it. What yeah. were you going to say? Well, yeah, and they, but then you played it, and then they were like, oh, fuck. Like, you were good, and then they, like, invited us inside. Well, because we really downplayed it. Yeah. Except for Harrison. Like, Harrison's just loud and like, this guy can sing. Yeah. But we were just like, we're just here to have a nice time. Yeah, and we already didn't like his vibe, his approach of check out my tattoos. So we are just like, whatever, dude. Well, I don't like the vibe of the guy who just shows up and starts singing. Like, yeah. I would hate anybody who did that, so I wouldn't want to do it myself. Yeah, so then it's just like, all right, whatever. And then we go inside, and they're, like, trying to get you to sing. We just, like, went to the library. Yeah. And, like, sat in those chairs. Shirts off. Everybody else was dressed. We had swim trunks on and towels around our necks. Yeah. And Kevin and I sat down. Kevin looked at a book. I read a book, and you... I was looking through a magnifying glass. And we were just fucking hammered. We were just being weird. Just, like, not giving a fuck about what they were doing. But now we were in the party. Yeah. And then they came and got you. And they were like, they made you sing a couple songs. Yeah. And then like, you, you were like, can I play the guitar? And the guy was like, no, I'll play the guitar. You just sing. And he sucked at playing guitar. Yeah. He, he said, do you know you somebody by Kings of Leon? I was like, definitely. And so we played it, but he played it at like half speed. And it was like this cabaret version of fucking you somebody. It was like, this doesn't work. Like I sang along with it anyways. But it took me a while to figure out what his rhythm was because it wasn't anything like the real song. And I was like, dude, just give me... I don't want to say give me the guitar and I'm just going to do it. But that's why I suggested how we just go back and forth because I know how to play the songs I know how to play. And I assume you know how to play the songs you know how to play. Let's just do that. And he's like, I don't want to. But eventually that they sort of conceded and then I just... I played like fucking... Chris Stapleton. Chris Stapleton and a couple others. Yeah. And then we just... Use me. Yeah. And then we just fucking got to party. Yeah. And then it turned out that everybody there was cool. I sang with this chick. Uh, the guy with the tattoos. He's a nice guy. He turned out to be a nice guy. Yeah, he's it, just... It was just idiot. weird. Yeah. Um, but that was fun. Yeah. And we got that party going on our own terms. Yeah. And I like that. That was a fun time. Um, we went, got, went golf in the next morning. Golf in the next morning. Fucking killed it. 
Oh, dude, you're not going to like this, but everyone's picking the Chiefs. Yeah, I know that. We got the Chiefs-Broncos game about to start, and obviously everybody's picking the Chiefs. Last week, the Broncos didn't even get to start any of their quarterbacks. That was, we had to start a wide receiver as a quarterback. That was, that was pretty gay. Like, he basically, the NFL was like, yeah, you guys don't have a chance of winning this game. I know. They let everybody else postpone, postpone yeah. their games because of shitty COVID shit. And instead, they just took out all of our quarterbacks and said, you got to start a wide receiver, basically. Yeah. Oh. Which was just gay. Yeah. But, uh, Pretty fucking stupid. Uh, un- another interesting uh, little thing in the last month. I did Sober November. Yeah. And it went way easier than I thought. Surprisingly well. It went great. It was a little bit of a bummer. My and sister came like to town. We had a lot of events that we went to, yeah. too. And it still was like not a We problem. had all those guys over at our house that night where everybody was drinking late into the night. And I just made some mocktails, we just some fucking bubblies party. and some lime on some ice. The album release party was fun as fuck. The album release party was killer. And I just fucking drank LaCroix the whole night. And uh, it went great. And I basically had just as much fun. Yeah. Now, of course, that's not to say that I'm never going to drink again. I'm having some Coors Lights as we speak. But, uh... It was it was an interesting experiment. I think I learned a good amount that uh, I think will be good going forward. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you this: waking up on the weekends with no hangover and getting to do things with your life is a glorious thing to experience. Pretty nice. It has been ten years, you know, basically. <laughs> like maybe a weekend or two, I would take off, but like most of the time, we were doing stuff every single weekend. Yeah. And so at least one time a week, I felt really shitty in the morning. Yeah. And so being able to go without that was actually pretty great. And uh, I got a lot done and uh, fucking lost some poundage. Been getting a lot of compliments on how my face doesn't look giantly fat. There you go. So that's great. How much um, you want? Down about uh, 30 pounds in the last three months. So I got that going for me. Which, which is, is nice. nice. But like I said, I'm having a Coors Light right now and it tastes delicious. Well, I mean, sometimes you gotta indulge. Sometimes you gotta indulge. The, the Broncos are playing the Chiefs. Somebody's gotta be drinking. Yeah. But uh, things have been interesting. Uh, obviously, with uh, Russ moving out, that's been uh, kind of tough and sort yeah. of figuring out what we're gonna do. We re- we didn't rearrange the house, but we reset it up. We got new pictures on the walls. Um, Russ left a few things that I thought he would take. Uh, but, like, our house is clean, like, yeah. most of the time. Pretty nice. I got home last Monday. Kevin was already cleaning the house. So then I jumped in, did my part, and then all of a sudden we had a clean house for the rest of the week. Well, We've had more than one person come over and be like, house guys, this house is pretty fucking clean. It's like, yeah, we can keep our house clean. We have the ability. We don't really do much. Yeah. We, we eat off of paper plates. We drink out of recyclable cans. Yep. And we eat off paper plates. <laughs> and if we want to have something that's not in a recyclable can, uh, we got solo cups. Yeah. So... That's both positive and bad for the environment. Yeah, we're not running our washing machine, but we are, and we are recycling. Yeah, but uh, we are going through a lot of plastic. But hey, what are you going to do? But we recycle the paper plates, which is a positive net gain. Yeah, unless I have too much stuff on it, which I throw it away. Or if I'm closer to the trash can. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's probably 50 50. Yeah, it's 50 50. Nevertheless, we're doing what we can for the environment. I work for a solar company, I'm doing all right. I got a pretty green footprint. I've delivered to a number of jobs in the electric industry uh, that are at fucking electric car charging stations. See? So I'm so, doing what I can. Yeah. How would you guys hold off on the judgment? Yeah. Why don't you take it easy? Put that thing. Oh, good call. Yeah, just gotta fucking... Good call. Just gotta make sure. Yeah. Oh, I hate that Carrie Underwood sings the Sunday Night Football song. 
It's a real sticking point for me just because Hank Williams Jr. used to just kill it yeah. every time. And he seems like a beer drinking. He is a beer drinking football watch. Yeah, son. She married a Carrie Underwood married a hockey wood. And she's Canadian. I don't know if she's Canadian. She's not Canadian. She married a hockey player, so she might as well be Canadian. She's from the south. But But, like, what? Like, what are you doing? You know. I'm all for women inclusion, but when it comes to singing the song for football night, it needs to be a dude. Give me Hank. Football is a masculine sport. You got to have a masculine song going into it. Toby Keith. Give me anyone. Toby, give me anybody who opened for Trump being inaugurated. Three Doors Down, Toby Keith. Any of those guys could do a football song. I don't really want to hear Three Doors Down do a football song. I bet they could do it. I bet they would. I bet they could too. I bet they do it well. I bet Nickelback would do an all right fucking football song. Yeah, but everyone hates Nickelback. I agree, but that would be a pretty funny thing to do. Yeah, they should do the halftime show at the Super Bowl. Have you watched the video of Creed doing the halftime show? Yeah, I haven't actually love, watched it. People but love that. I haven't actually watched it, but I saw like just clips of it uh, on mute when I was just doing. It doesn't matter. But uh, it doesn't matter. I miss. You know what I miss? Football most? is for testosterone. That's you know what, what I, I miss most about COVID restrictions. What's that? The Chris Collinsworth slide in. I know. He's always just sitting there. Now already. he's just sitting there. Yeah. At least they got rid of the masks that they were forced to wear for like that week or two. Yeah. But uh. But the slide-in was the best part of my week, honestly. It was. Like, Sunday night, the slide-in, let's kick things off. Also, if you guys haven't seen the clip of the guy who does a Chris Collinsworth impression for Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving dinner, you're missing out. That guy kills it. Yeah. We hope you all had a nice Thanksgiving. Oh, the SNL Christmas that we watched today was funny as fuck. Yeah, we watched a great SNL Christmas with... Um, Jason Bateman. With Jason Bateman. No. He was the end of the season. Oh, no, he what could... He did weird. the Christmas ball one. Oh, no, uh, Steve Carell was season ending. Yeah. Yeah. Jason Bateman had a solid Christmas, Christmas episode. episode from 20... No, yeah, from 2008. So if you got Hulu, go deep in uh, your SNL queue and queue up the Jason Bateman. No. The fuck? Wait. Steve Carell was 2008. No, Jason Bateman was for this year. Yeah. God Steve Carell was We watched a good amount of SNL to start out this morning. Yeah. Jason Bateman is a pretty close second to Taylor Lautner's, though. Jason Bateman is fucking funny. Yeah, he f- delivers a line like nobody's business. He really does, especially if it's a deadpan, like, are you fucking kidding me kind of line? Yeah. Like, nobody does it better. But, uh, yeah, so he, he's up there with Taylor Lautner's. Uh, Christmas episode. It's wild that Taylor Lautner is one of my favorite SNL guests of all time because of that one episode. Yeah, but everything about Taylor Lautner, if you added it up, you should hate him. Yeah, but that episode, he kills every he single skit that it. he's in, and it makes me kind of a Taylor Lautner fan. Yeah, I'm. Well, I'm big time. Taylor. He makes he made me laugh hard as fuck multiple because times. Because of nervous. Yeah, dude. We. Uh, yeah. We watched that in the middle of summer before yeah. we went to California, and it was the funniest fucking thing of all it's time. It's now a Christmas tradition. Yeah. Two babies with two babies at the same time, like. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Christmas is about. Well, let's just try it. My knuckles are blocked. I got cramps in my butt. I got cramps in my butt. Twins! Twins! So if you have Hulu, or actually YouTube, you could just look up the clips, but go check out the Taylor Lautner Christmas, Christmas episode, episode from 2009 or 2010. Holy fuck. I guess it would be 2009 because we went up to California in 2010. Ugh. Uh, do yourself a favor. It's funny as shit. It's it's a Christmas staple. 
<laughs> SNL was considerably funnier this week than they had been in the last few weeks. Yeah. Part of it might be because Joe Biden got elected. Yeah. And now they don't necessarily have to go shit. directly after Donald Trump. Yeah. They just did, like, silly Christmas skits. Yeah, they were actually just a... Well, there was a lot of dumb fucking COVID protocol. Yeah. Virtue signaling kind of shit, but... It was still... I laughed at every sketch at least once, and some of them quite a bit. Yeah. So it was a way above average SNL episode for the last the last four years have just not been solid for SNL I'm a huge SNL fan yeah like even the people that they have like even with the people that they have they would still have like five or six like celebrity guests that would carry a number of the skits Maya Rudolph was always there Chris Rock would pop up fucking Jim Carrey did Joe Biden for a while like, they had just a, a fucking Alec Baldwin, Robert De Niro. Yeah. For the last four years, they've had so many celebrities come through like, hey, guys, look, we're still relevant and we can get celebrity guests. It's like, do you guys just not believe in your cast. own cast enough? Because if you look back to, like, what I consider one of the best SNL casts of all time, Jason Sudeikis, Fred Armisen, Seth Meyers, Amy Poehler, Kristen Wiig, Bill Hader, Will Forte, Andy Samberg, Tina Fey. Keenan Thompson, obviously. Nothing but killers. Nothing but killers. And they never had to rely on, like, celebrity guests to, like, up the energy because they were so good by themselves. Yeah. But the people that they have now, there's a few standouts. Heidi Gardner's good. Cecily's always good for the most part. The guy who... Fucking Alex Moffat's good. But they... It's just... They're weaker. Yeah. If your star is Kate McKinnon... Yeah, you don't story. have a strong cast. Yeah, they have a Kate lot of McKinnon's Kate fine, McKinnon. but she's over Kate the top McKinnon. and not yeah. that good. Yeah. Her Rudy Giuliani's pretty funny. Outside of that, she it's all overacting and something. not that funny. Yeah. 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 She overdoes every delivery. Yeah. And that's the beauty of Jason Bateman. Is like he underdoes sometimes everything. underplaying what's supposed to be a hilarious joke is actually somehow makes it funnier. Yeah. And she needs to lean into that more because all of her stuff is broad and big and she commits to a bit. I give her credit for that. They're, I like the weekend update though with Colin, Colin Jost and Michael Chay are solid. Yeah, they're always, they're good. They fucking they're one of the best duos we've they had in a while. They crack each other up. It's yeah. funny. Well, that's like after their goal is like, I'm going to write a joke that's going to be funnier than Michael or vice versa. Or then Michael will make a joke about Colin being white. Like, yeah. it's a great dynamic. Yeah, it's, yeah. That's our SNL breakdown for the week. That's another booger breakdown. I do, yeah, dude. We do a lot of booger breakdowns, but I do love SNL. That, uh, yeah. That's what I like about Sunday mornings is SNL was on the night before. So I just sit down, have a little cereal, watch SNL. Yeah, we get up SNL. early and then it's like four hours of football. I always say I'm going to sleep in on the weekends and I literally never do. Yeah, I can't. I'm also, it's also, for the both of us, not really possible. Yeah. Because once I'm up, I'm up. And then you're up for the weekend. Like, it's like, oh, I got all day today yeah. to myself. So I don't need to go back to bed. Yeah. And I like to start my day early because it's like, you might as well. Yeah. Instead of like waking up like, oh, instead of going to work, I would rather sleep. But nope. yeah. I would not rather sleep instead of get up and do whatever I want. Once my brain is awake, I really don't have the ability to go back to sleep. Yeah. And uh, so, of course, that's what we did today. 
We watched a few episodes of SNL, then we've been watching, obviously, Red Zone the rest of the day. I avoided uh, Sacco. Which Kevin is... avoided Sacco, Russ got the Sacco, I'm in the playoffs, Harrison's in the playoffs, Andy's in the playoffs, and it's looking like Dan Most will probably be in the playoffs. Dan. And so, I'm going to make a run for that belt, which I'm excited about. You avoided the Sacco, which is yeah. great. It's been an eventful fantasy football year, really. It's been serious. Plus, just a fun stat to mention... You avoided the Sacco narrowly after, once again, you picked the punishment. Yeah. And you've got terrible luck with picking but, a punishment and then having it come back on you. I, Vegas? Yeah. Paying for the room. But I like the, coming up with the punishment. It's one of the best things. And you come up with good punishments. I know. I, I don't want you to necessarily to stop. Like, it's, one of, it's a fun but thing. But for whatever reason, it appears to give you bad luck. Yeah. I also think, though, it's because I am the commissioner. That's, I think that's also bad luck. Could be. Could be like on the cover, being on the cover. I mean, of like, Fluff was the commissioner and he won, but he clearly colluded. So, like, Clear collusion. Yeah, like, that's cut and dry case, Fluff colluded. He deleted the emails. Without a doubt. Fluff is the Hillary Clinton fantasy football. Easily. So, it's just like, even if I win, it would just be skeptical. Yeah. You also had Nick Chubb go out and... Well, I just shouldn't have drafted Patrick Mahomes in the third round. That... No, but he has saved you on a yeah, number yeah. of... Yeah, Most of my wins have been because he fucking went off. I'll yeah. give him that. But fantasy football's a fickle bitch. It's a fickle bitch. But it's fun. It makes football... It makes every game so fun. Yeah. That's why football is the king of sports, because fantasy football is the best gambling thing oh, ever. by far yeah and just the way that you can pick play and just the way that everybody everything slots up in terms of like when you pick somebody you expect them to sort of do this oh baby no offense and baby um fantasy football is the best yeah and it's just one week you got one week you got games thursday sunday monday yeah you know like every week it's just cut and dry every game's essentially consequential yeah and so yeah i mean it just it really adds to football. It's one of the greatest things that ever happened to football. Yeah. I'll tell you what's not. Breast cancer. No. We don't need pink shoes. No, we don't. Although, they did raise quite a bit of awareness, and now I think they're done, which is nice. Is breast cancer October? Yep. October. October. It's like, this is a man's sport. How will we talk about te- testicle cancer at least as much? Yeah. Well, I don't think people really die from testicular cancer. Well. I think that's pretty easy recovery. Is that right? Oh, because uh, you just chop off a ball? Yeah. Have a Duncan Trussell? Lance, yeah, the Lance Armstrong oh. method. Yeah. I guess you just chop off your tits. Nevertheless, it sounds like they're coming up with a vaccine for COVID. Why can't we fast-track that cancer thing, you know? Yeah. Where's the vaccine for cancer? They do say that weed might be good for it. We'll see. COVID has a 99% survival rate. Cancer doesn't. Let's get that cancer vaccine, baby. COVID's higher than that. COVID's a 99.98% chance of survival for yeah. pretty much everybody under 50. Oh, that's an interception for Drew Locke. That fucking sucks. Oh, what are you going to do? Number three, get out of here. Thinking about this, who was the last good number 10 quarterback? No. Yeah, he was in the Super Bowl last year. I'm talking about a good quarterback, like a Jimmy legendary quarterback. Because I saw... He does have two fucking rings against the Patriots. But, fucking, I was just watching Mitch Trubisky, and I was like, number 10's not really a winner's number. No. As much as it seems like it should be, because it's a nice round number, it's just not. 
You need a 7. You need a 12. You need a 16, 18. 8. 8. 4. But a 10? You can get the fuck right out of yeah, here. Yeah, get fucked with a 10. Even a 9 is like... I think Drew Brees is 9. Drew Brees is 9. I think Johnny Unitas was 10. Okay, okay. I was looking that up today because I was like... It was, it was between Johnny Unitas and Roger Staubach. And I was like, maybe Roger Staubach. So I checked it. He was number 12. And But I forgot to check Johnny Unitas. I think Bart Starr was number 12, too. 12 is a good quarterback. I think Johnny Unitas was 10, but he might have been 12 also. I'll tell you what's not. Number one, fuck Cam Newton. Well, number one is... Kyler Murray's all right. It's an arrogant quarterback number. I it is. Like. It's less when it's... Kyler, is Kyler Murray number one? Yeah, probably. Is, is he? I don't know. No, I can't really picture it, but... I thought he was. I think he is. Makes sense. But with him, it's less. When it's Cam Newton, it's like, you pick number one because you think you're number one, you stupid fuck. Yeah. Fucking dressing like a fucking Swedish lumberjack. That's how I would describe it. Is that a... Okay. I don't like fucking Troy Palomalu. I don't have a problem with Troy Palomalu. Other than he played for the Steelers. I definitely liked him. And I just... I mean, he's a hell of a player. Yeah, but... And he doesn't look like he should be. He played at USC. In what capacity did he play with Jason Mix? Played against... Played against him? played against Jason Mix. Okay. Jason Mix played against... Does he play for the Hawkeyes? Yeah. No, in high school. No, in high school? Yeah. Did Jason Max not play any college ball? Yeah, he played basketball. basketball That's right what I now. okay. Yeah, I guess he wouldn't be playing against Paul Molo. But he played against him in high school? Football and basketball. Damn. He said he was fucking amazing at both. Shocker. Like, yeah. Guy's a freak athlete. <laughs> I couldn't even, yeah, that would be crazy. Like I saw Kevin Love play in high school, but he's just a big guy that fucking rebounds and gets layups. Yeah. So I was like, whatever. Like that's just another big guy being a big guy. Yeah. But slightly above the rest. Yeah. Drew Palomalo would have been crazy. Yeah, because he's not even like that tall. He would just been fast as fuck out there. Fast. He's got a great eye. Like he just has the instincts. Yeah. That put him above everybody else. Hell of a player. Fucking throw it to the fucking honey badger. It's all right. The Broncos just threw an interception after throwing a great pass to Jerry Judy, which is unfortunate. Patchman was probably just going to tear him up. Yeah, sorry he started. Nevertheless. Things have been pretty sweet in the desert, though. Things have been pretty sweet in the desert. Starting to cool down. Starting to get to that real nice winter weather. But still just beautiful, sunny weather. Literally, dude, you can just expect it to be sunny every day. Yeah. And if it's not, you notice it. Yeah. And when I went back to Oregon for Thanksgiving, it was just like, I sort of felt cold more than I should have. It's like, I've acclimated to that 117 degree weather. But yeah, if it happens fast. It does. Well, especially this year because it was so long. It was so long. And we got essentially no rain. Yeah. Which is nice. I'm not complaining, but I like the rain here because the rain's intense and short. Yeah. And we could pretty much always use a little bit of a bath. When it just, the air down here is so dry all the time. Yeah. 
little rain and then it's humid for like a day. Yeah. And then it's just back to dry as fuck. But it's just pretty relaxed down here. Everybody's pretty pretty chill for the most part. Everybody's pretty good. Most of my music friends all got COVID. I didn't. I yeah. Wanna, I don't want to brag. <laughs> I still have no idea if I ever had it. Yeah, I mean, I have no way of knowing. I never showed symptoms. So. What are you going to do? I did. I mean, we all got sick in like December or January. Yeah. In February. But I got sick in March. It wasn't even a thing at that point. No, not really. But I mean, we pretty much just worked all the way through. Worked all the way through. You did a couple comedy shows. I did some music. We've been busy. We were like shut Broncos down. Broncos stopping the Chiefs. We were like shut down, shut down for like four months. Yeah. Interesting fun fact, and those of you paying attention might already know this, but the very beginning of COVID shutdowns is the night that Russ hooked up with a woman he's now living with. Yeah. Which is fun. Which is fun. Because it was... St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day was the first day where they said we're shutting down at 8 o'clock tonight. We all went out for drinks. We all went out for drinks at fucking... And I could... I, w- I wasn't able to come at first. And then you guys texted me again like, you should come out. And I'm glad I did. Yeah. That was, I didn't realize that was like the last night before it fucking... That was at Gwen. We got, went to Gwen. Yeah. Which doesn't exist anymore. Which R.I.P. Was, yeah, I guess that's fitting. Miss Bobby. Miss Drew. Yeah, I guess that's fitting. Yeah. The bartender though knows Drew. I know. That was pretty sweet. Weird. But, uh... So that's where it's at now. St. Patty's Day, baby. But, uh, like we said, we're gonna try to release a Christmas episode. If we don't, we don't. We don't, yeah. Hey. Hey. But... Despite that, we're going to be trying to get more at least smoke sessions out because we're going to focus a little more heavily on that just because we have the ability to hit smoke sessions more often uh, because it requires zero writing as much as we want to write fucking commercials. Commercials. Yeah, I know. Our time is a little more limited. We'll get to it. It's going to be a slow burn. It's going to be a slow burn. But the smoke sessions will try to keep coming a little more consistent and just release them, release them, release them. And uh, we, again, are sorry for the break, but the, com- the computer we used just was not quite up to snuff work. like we thought it would be. I can't even, it's hard as fuck to even get them off that computer. The whole way that that thing operates is not that easy. No. And that's a fucking 2011 laptop, bro. Which is wild. Yeah. With, like, I probably no updates since 2011, I would guess. Yeah. But I never fucking up. I don't know how. I don't even know. I don't know. All I know is we're killing it. Obviously. Keep it going. Everybody out there, keep killing it. Let's go, Beeves. Always go, Beeves. Go, Broncos. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. Just keep reeling in the ears.
Then in like my chance hashtag splits and all that. Steely Dan. I spent a lot of money and I spent a lot of time. 